Have you ever wondered what librarians really do all day? Why does a person choose to become a librarian? Learn the answers to these questions and more on Library Life. My name is Lisa. I'm a youth librarian at the Westerville Public Library. We'll go behind the scenes and talk to librarians to see what they do to make all of that library magic happen. I'm your guide through the looking glass. So close your eyes, open your ears, and listen. Hi everyone, this is Lisa. Thanks for coming and listening today. I have Anna Marie here with me from the Westerville Public Library Youth Department. Uh, she is one of my co-workers and today's episode is all about her origin story. So how and why she became a librarian. Want to say hello, Anna Marie? Hello everyone. It's so great to be here. Wonderful. So Anna Marie, what made you want to become a librarian? I I had a bit of a roundabout library experience. So I started as a teen volunteer. I still remember the day that Miss Paula from the Columbus Library actually came to my elementary school library and talked about the teen volunteer program. And I love to read. So that sounded perfect. So I <laughs> decided to volunteer and I quickly fell in love with it. Volunteered every summer through high school, came back during some college years over the summer, but I was very convinced in college that I was not going to become a librarian. I tried all kinds of other fields. I thought I was going to go into political science. I thought I was going to go into all teaching for a while. There were all kinds of different directions. And eventually, after bouncing between things for four years, I realized that every summer I came back and did what I loved in libraries. And why was I fighting doing something that I loved the rest of my life. So that time I decided to uh, go into libraries and I took a little bit of a break before going to getting my master's degree in libraries. But that's essentially how I ended up where I am. Yeah. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, in Ohio, in most states, you do have to have a master's degree to be an official librarian. So there are some library systems that, you know, you can have positions that you don't have to be a librarian. But the official title <laughs> you need a master's degree for. And how long have you been working at the Westerville Library? It's been, if you include my practicum, so that's that period at the end of that master's degree, many people, you have the option at the end of your library master's normally to write a paper or to get some hands-on time and sort of like student teaching. And I decided to do that hands-on time experience. And almost to the day, four years ago, I started my practicum at Westerville Public Library. And I was lucky enough to the very end of my practicum, another coworker in the youth department got a job elsewhere and I was able to apply for that position and I got hired. So it's about a little over three and a half years of official youth librarian time, but about four years of being at Westerville. That's awesome. And have you worked at any other libraries as a librarian or any other positions? I, I worked at the Upper Arlington Public Library in their circulation department. And then I was this hodgepodge of positions, all sort of intern level at the Columbus Library as I started out as that teen volunteer, but then I was working like 200 to 300 volunteer hours a summer. So I had Ooh. some extra responsibilities <laughs> there. And then eventually that became sort of a paid summer internship after I turned 18. So there were a couple different responsibilities there, but yeah, so Columbus Library at the Southeast and Main Branches and then at the Upper Arlington Library. Very cool. And then have you had any other jobs that you feel that are influential in your development, either as a person or as a librarian? 
I, well, after graduating college, I've always been from Ohio, but I moved to Florida for college and I was near Orlando. I've always been a big Disney fan. And after about a year in between graduating college and starting my master's program uh, back up in Ohio, I worked at Walt Disney World in Orlando. And that was very cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was a part of the Disney College program. I worked at Slash Mountain in the Magic Kingdom and at the Boardwalk Resort in Merchandise. And it was a really great year. I met so many amazing people. And of course, Disney's customer service training is above and beyond. So that was a really fantastic part of that experience was just learning how to work with people and so many uh, great tips and pointers on working with people from around the world, because that is so much of what our job is as librarians is just it's people more than it is books. Yes, that's very true. I think that's a big misconception in the library field that we're just reading all day and that couldn't be more further from the truth. <laughs> Absolutely. And so what's your favorite part about working in a library? I, I think that's basically the same place. I think it comes back to people. I love books. I've always loved books. Yeah, I stayed up when I was little. I pretended to be afraid of the dark for many more years than I was in order to keep reading with a nightlight, a very large nightlight, um, <laughs> each night. But I think it really comes down to the people. Yeah, there are many great jobs out there if you love books. And loving books is definitely a part of being a librarian. But... Mm -hmm. Most of what we do is interact with the people. And I think that you know, having, especially as a youth librarian, all of those great programs that we do, whether in person or virtual, we get to make those connections with, with kids, with their grownups, with all kinds of people from all over the place as they are on their adventures. I mean, so much of what we do is about connecting people, whether it's to things or connecting people more often to each other. And I think that that for me has always been a heart of this job. And I think is what I like most about it. I agree with you there. I think that, you know, getting to see people of all walks of life and ages is really rewarding and connecting them and connecting to them either through books or just through life experiences is very enjoyable. Yes. <laughs> so is there anything else you want to share about working in a library or being a youth librarian or just libraries in general? Library life is always something new. <laughs> Even when it's not, we're not in the middle of a pandemic. I mean, that is something that I love about working as a youth librarian in particular is it's always something new every day. And so much of that comes from the people. You know, we get new people, we're doing new things, but there's certain tasks that you may do most days or every week, but there's so many things that are new and let us be creative and let us figure out how to best help help people and people's needs change every day, sometimes every hour. True. Yeah. Very true. All right. So I'm going to end each of podcasts with a book recommendation. So can you share a book with us? Oh, I can. I found one of my favorites. So this is a really great book and a really wonderful audiobook. It is Tristan Strong Punches a Hole in the Sky by Kwame Mbalia. It is part of the Rick Riordan Presents series. So Rick Riordan is known for many great Greek and Roman mythology books that he has written the Percy Jackson series. And he did this really great thing where he partnered with some authors that are from specific cultures so they could write similar toned mythology, get that same kind of publicity that his books get 
but be talking about their culture. And Tristan Strong is fantastic because it has that humor and great voice of those Percy Jackson books, but it gets really deep and doesn't shy away from the struggles of African-American mythology clashing with African mythology in this really great way. It starts with Tristan, and Tristan is struggling because he was in a school bus accident with his best friend, and Tristan made it out, and his best friend did not. Oh. So all Tristan has left um, at the beginning of this book of his best friend is this notebook with all of these great stories that his best friend found or wrote down. And in order for his parents, his parents are trying to help him deal with this, so they send him to visit his grandparents for the summer. And that first night, he is visited by this sticky, strange, sarcastic creature named Gumbaby. (laughs) And she is determined to steal this notebook. She's claiming it's this all-important object, and she has to use it to save the world. And she is taking no sass from Tristan. And he ends up getting in this literal battle of tug of war with this miniature, like, syrup-covered doll. (laughs) And they end up outside. It's very ridiculous. But they end up outside next to this bottle tree in in his grandparents' backyard. And in the process of fighting, Tristan punches a hole in the tree. And he breaks a few of the bottles. And some things that were kept away in those bottles sort of in like a prison state were released some bad things and Tristan yes kind of like a genie yeah yeah and Tristan and this evil creature and the sticky doll gum baby fall into this hole that Tristan managed to punch in the tree and they enter this world of mid-pass and it is filled with African-American myths and legends and they're sort of at war with these ancient African gods, but there's all of these great, great allusions to and direct conversations about slavery and some so many of the struggles that African Americans have gone through in this country, while all being framed in this really, really funny book about this crazy adventure of this kid who is trying to get through a tough situation, but now has to make up for the mess he made by punching a hole in the sky of this world when he punched a hole in the tree. So all kinds of crazy adventures. It is wonderful. It is a particularly wonderful audiobook. Uh, Gum Baby's voice is one I will never forget. <laughs> Kristen Strong, Punches a Hole in the Sky. Thank you. Longtime favorite. That sounds great. I have seen that book, but I actually didn't really know what it was about. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Anna Marie, for sharing your library origin story. This is Lisa saying goodbye. We'll be back another day with more library life.